0: Guys, my biceps are on fire right now because I torched them at the gym through a lot of heavy lifting. And that's kind of what we do here. We do the heavy lifting on Congress people under the age of 45 so that you don't have to. So that the only heavy lifting that you do is lifting that cocktail of yours and that finger hitting play. On the Spotify, let's go. Welcome,
1: welcome to Political, Political Playlist. Playlist. <laughs> All right, are we ready, guys?
0: Happy
1: hour. Happy, Happy hour. fucked
0: <laughs> <you> that <laughs> up oh so bad. Uh, Seriously, though, my biceps are torched,
1: oh. <laughs> and oh. I was at the
0: gym. Oh wow, it's been a big oh, gym so week, strong. guys. Oh. Let's just say, pumping welcome higher. to welcome to Political Playlist. Happy hour. I was indeed pumping iron with the governor. Uh, at Gold's Gym. Our at Gold's, the world famous Gold's Gym. How are we guys?
1: Um, I'm good. I mm-hmm. well, should I tell you what I'm drinking and what's on my mind because I do have something on my mind.
0: Well, I guess we don't even have to ask. Go for it.
1: Um, you didn't even introduce yourself. This is like a really weird beginning of an episode. You're Michael Speak
2: Christoph. For yourself. Speak for his yourself. His brain is in his biceps. so that's you're I Michael have, Christoph. I'd...
1: I'm Anna muskie Goldwyn. That's Anthony Barquette.
0: We are all just trying to be useful. Okay. <laughs> um,
1: I'm drinking a glass of rose, but what's on my mind is that I am in the middle of watching the new season of Love is Blind, and oh, wow. I can't wait to cook dinner after this and <laughs> watch another episode while I cook, because Billy will not watch it with me. Okay. Um, but and his... he won't
0: watch it because of the the story arcs or the editing, or what what's the what's his bump with it?
1: With Love Is Blind, yeah, he thinks he, it's so it stupid. Lose?
0: Got it. Okay, yeah. so just generally the just whole just generally the whole entire... thing. He did.
1: We did watch no. the first season together during COVID, so he really did give it like the grilled hall. Does he? Die. Is he?
0: In, he doesn't like the costumes either. Is that sort of costumes? Another, yeah, production design about? costumes of Love Is Blind.
1: There's no costumes. Oh, are just we talking people. about a different
0: Oscar nominated film? Got it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Got it. I'm so sorry. I'm looking at my notes here and I had I had discuss Oppenheimer and I'm totally <laughs> conflating these two things. It's, it's, I'm, it's wow, nice to hear Anna laugh a goof. for once. What a goof. Is, so long. It's Cillian
1: Murphy and Love is Blind.
0: <laughs> yes. Well, I will be screening Oppenheimer for maybe the fifth time tonight. Ooh. Uh, quick shout out. Anna's dad is in the film.
1: First line of the movie.
0: Uh, yeah. And uh, the movie is just extraordinary. Anthony, have you on seen my it? Fifth viewing tonight. I
2: actually haven't seen it. Um,
1: oh, my God. I need to watch
0: it. Yeah. So, I'll see it in the theater. Do you want to know what a nerd I, I don't am? Think it's in theater anymore.
1: Sure it is. Yeah, um, sure. I think it might be Tell coming us. back.
0: I bought the screenplay, which I've read. Of course. And I also have Michael, ordered Michael, I could have the, just
1: sent that to you.
0: Well, if you have a printout, that would be great. I don't have a um, printout, but I can oh. send you the can
1: you email. you courier but... message
0: that to me? Um and I I just ordered on Amazon the four disc vinyl edition of the soundtrack of the score. Oh,
1: do you oh, have so, a record so player? This is where all your I money goes to. Record player. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. Michael. Michael, who vinyl. by the way
1: still owes me like three Venmos. Is I do owe you a Venmo. <laughs> buying vinyl <laughs> yeah. Oppenheimer.
0: Well, I had a gift card. It's you know it's fun. <laughs> Fine.
1: to where? Sure.
0: to <laughs> Amazon. It was an Amazon gift card. <laughs> Yeah. That I, I like bought return- with my credit card. Yeah. <laughs> no, I like had. I ordered my Amazon
1: credit of- card is just a gift card, right? That's not no. how it I
0: ordered. Works. I ordered printer ink and it didn't work with my printer. So, so it I sent it back. Boring already.
1: Boring accidentally already. Accidentally
0: gave me a credit. So I was like, well, okay. I guess I got to buy the score now. So
1: boring. Yeah. Anthony, what's on your mind?
2: Well, I would actually say a show that I watched recently that I kind of liked. Love mm. spline. blind. Um, <clears throat> No, it's oh, I mean. it's it's not that crude. It's actually called a new look on Apple TV. Oh, and it's about it's about Coco Chanel and yeah. Christian Dior How is it? during World War I've II. I've of that. Honestly, fascinating. So okay. I had no idea that. Honestly, they were. She
1: was like a Nazi. She no, was. That's not entirely it, true. I know. I know. It's
2: not entirely true, fake but news, fake but news. yes, but um. Well, they all lived at the Ritz term- in Paris. Yeah, not Christian yeah. Dior, but Coco Chanel did. Yeah. And when the Germans occupied France, um, a lot of the French designers were asked to make dresses for the Nazi uh, wives and girlfriends.
0: Mm. And a and lot of them it explain refused. why they landed on so much leather for their whole <laughs> look? Does it go into that <laughs> at all? Because it was exactly. a lot of, it was leather
2: forward. So, yeah. so, I I mean, actually kind of crazy when the Allied forces come in, they burn all of the uh, Fashion all the nonsense. material. Wow. No. Uh, and then like the all of the designers like band together to do this new show and they go through all of the designers in it. I mean, they're the major names of today.
0: Yeah. It's really oh.
2: they were all under this one house. So really, really fascinating history wise. I can't wait to watch that it. That
0: sounds awesome. Like- By the way, Anthony, I feel like you and I have similar tastes in that we love stuff that's old, white, British and boring, which is like (laughs) totally
1: French, to be fair. Yeah, but it's
0: like a British show. Everyone's like probably adjacent British British adjacent. Did you guys know
1: that I I worked at a French fashion house? Did you really? I worked in (laughs) Wow. I worked in the atelier in the design studio and I sewed garments. Wow. Mm. I, I just
0: imagine Anna doing a semester abroad in Paris. Like it's a black and white French film.
1: I was I Emily in that. Paris.
0: Yeah. Oh, or uh, that, that is too, that yeah.
1: is actually the plot of Emily in yeah. Paris as she works in the bathroom house.
0: Oh wow. Well, okay. I'll
1: tell that story another time. Well let's get started.
0: Let's get to the news. Guys, some buzzy news items this week. Uh, and by buzzy I mean bonkers. So I think uh there are a couple places we can go with this, but let me just run down the list uh, for you all.
1: One of uh, them, I the, think, will probably be my tweet. So
0: probably I'm going to guess it's the Alabama Supreme Court
1: ding, ding, ruling ding, 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 ding. that
0: <laughs> sure. embryos in a lab are now considered, quote, children under state law. OK, can't make this up. Uh, President Biden announced another round of student loan cancellations mm-hmm. for one hundred and fifty thousand borrowers to the tune of $1.2 billion. Um, It was revealed this week that a confidential FBI informant uh, who was supposedly bringing all this dirt on the Bidens actually now is being charged for lying to the FBI about all that. And furthermore, he was getting all this information from Russian operatives. So it appears that he was doing the Russian KGB bidding for them. It's like uh, a John incredible. Lecrae novel. It, it's, it's incredible. And uh, I guess speaking of Russian and Russia, we should discuss the tragic death uh, over the weekend of the longtime uh, Russian opposition leader who died in jail, Alexei Navalny. Mm-hmm. And we say died. It is pretty much presumed and all but confirmed that he was in fact murdered uh by uh the the as as high as it gets in the kremlin that would be vladimir putin um so you know he was um a pretty fascinating figure and did you guys see the
1: movie about him last the, year the
0: documentary is incredible so i mean really that's I, a good place to start I just watched
2: it this weekend. Oh, my God. That's even that is, like
1: crazier to that watch That is what now. my
2: tweet is on. And I oh, encourage okay. everyone to watch it. It was fascinating. I mean, it's, it's especially unbelievable. With what's, it's Before unbelievable. Before you get to your yeah. tweet,
1: the one thing, I mean, this is just so sad. And like, I don't know if you guys saw the videos of the people who are trying to lay flowers at the mm-hmm. memorials for him being arrested, arrested by the Russian yeah. police. Oh, my God. Um. And we can cover this when we go further into your tweet, Anthony. But the other thing I wanted to say was, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how his wife, like if she kind of picks up the mantle. Mm-hmm. I was listening to an interview. Mm-hmm. um, I forget who it was with. I think it was on NPR, but it was basically saying that like in the past. Oh, it was with I know what it was. It was with another like opposition leader within Russia who was sort of like, you know, under Navalny. And he was basically asked, do you think that his wife will kind of pick up the mantle? And he was like, you know, we have to see. But historically in Russia opposition movements, there have been a lot of instances where the wives of the deceased leaders who for the most part have been men um, have become politicians themselves or have become Mm -hmm. sort of like party leaders themselves. So She's already speaking out a lot but I just wanted to bring that up cuz I thought it was an important thing to watch.
0: Yeah. So yeah. to to put it in context here same in the states was, by the way. Yeah. Mhm. was serving 90 uh, his most recent sentence was 19 years for quote extremism, which you, you know is is pretty insane. And he was subjected to just incredibly brutal uh harsh prison uh conditions from you know, isolation in cold cells in the Arctic to getting these mysterious injections that he wrote about and was never told what he was being injected with. And so, you know, Biden came out over the weekend as soon as this happened and laid blame at the feet of Vladimir Putin and said, Putin murdered this guy. And a lot of other world leaders have echoed this sentiment, sentiment, it wasn't until just yesterday that uh, former President Trump uh, tweeted out acknowledging this death, but truly tweeted, uh, make it making the comparison fairly grotesque, in my opinion, that uh, what he is being subjected to here oh stateside in the legal courts is akin to what Navalny had to endure. Um, so no mention of, of Putin in this. No uh, really acknowledgement of his debt, of, of Navalny's death, really making it all about his his legal claims. So my question to you guys is what effect will Navalny's death have on the overall consensus in America on Russia and Putin, which it seems as though this is a very uh, interesting time for our point of view, given that so many. Uh, folks just watch Tucker Carlson go over there and play uh useful idiot I'm not sure how you say that in Russian but um you know
1: useful yes, well, idiot will That's this german. sorry
0: is <laughs> this going to yeah that was a little 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 german um but you know same same um so is this going to change America's perception uh, of Russia and Putin do we think and is this going to be is this going to move the needle on finally getting some movement on the House passing Ukrainian military aid.
1: Anthony, what's your tweet about?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, well, like first, just a
2: couple of thoughts. Um, One, I I will say, I think former President Trump, Trump's tweet was disgusting. And like, I, I think this death is coming at a very opportune time in our election. As well, mm-hmm. when you know people are afraid of China, like Russia is literally killing people, putting them in prison, and our potential future president is not acknowledging that, right? Like that—that's really screwed up. And Novy is not just some like political prisoner that came out of nowhere. He ran for mayor in two thousand thirteen of Moscow. Like he ran for president. He was barred from running for president two thousand eighteen election. He got poisoned in 2020. He went back to, he found out in 2020 that he was basically poisoned by Putin like, yeah. from, from one of the scientists. And then in 2021, he goes back to Russia, gets arrested as soon as he gets off the plane going through customs. And now he's dead and he's been in prison since, yeah. right? So, I mean, like Trump's tweet, I think is pretty grotesque and I, I, it's worth the read. The mm-hmm. sudden death of Alexei Nelveni has made me more and more aware of what is happening in our country. It's a slow, <laughs> steady progression with crooked, radical left politicians, prosecutors, and judges leading us down a path to destruction. Open borders, rigged elections, and grossly unfair courtroom decisions are destroying America and are a nation in decline, a failing nation, MAGA 2024.
1: Oh, my God. It's also like, like... <laughs> Just the fact that he's then slipping in, like, open borders. It's like you've really veered away from right. what this is about.
2: And and turned it on himself.
1: Yeah. I mean, right. it's also just, like, whatever people might believe if they think that, like, there's this is all politically motivated, these hearings, whatever. Trump is getting a hearing, <laughs> you know? Like, right. he's not being killed by the leftists or whatever, you know? He's not being literally murdered and imprisoned he's getting a hearing he's getting
0: by the way with a jury of his peers yeah and judges he appointed yeah (laughs) you know what i mean like this is the yeah this isn't same same but i think
1: michael to answer your your question that you asked before Mm. you know i don't know if you guys saw this but there's um this like drama happening with uh did i just freeze for a second. No, you're good. good. Oh, okay. You're good. Um, you know what my computer was doing? It was switching from like daytime mode to nighttime mode. Mm-hmm. And it had like oh. a little short circuit. You would. Um,
0: you would have that setting. You would have that setting. your
1: eyeballs. Um, mm-hmm. No, but I don't know if you saw this. There's this thing happening Apparently, now.
0: love is sensitive to light. <laughs> it may be blind, but it's daylight. Anyway, terrible. All
1: right. Yeah, not great. So, um, but anyway, Workshop it. There's an impending government shutdown to to wit to like rush through this, which you can cover at a later date. But Mm -hmm. um basically Speaker Johnson is like in this tough position because he's either gonna get people are gonna try to push him out like they did with Kevin McCarthy if he brings any of these bipartisan agreements to the floor. But he can't avoid a government shutdown unless he does that. And so Someone that used to be on our platform but is now too old. But Josh Gottheimer, who's a very, very mm. moderate, like I think he's like the most moderate centrist Democrat in Congress, he has a resolution to save Mike Johnson, basically. But what <clears> that <throat> resolution entails is bringing the foreign aid bill that the Senate just passed. Oh wow! To the floor of the House. So oh, that's interesting. To answer your question, like what does this mean about our view of Putin? What does it mean about what might happen with Ukraine? I think that it's giving the politicians who are very pro-funding for Ukraine and continue to support Ukraine, it's helping, it's for for lack of a better word, it's giving them ammunition and it's creating this like public narrative that they can play into of, look what Russia does. This isn't like, you know, a normal like regional conflict. This is something that has much bigger implications And Mm. therefore, we need to be involved. So I think that we're about to see a lot maybe play out of this horrible incident that happened.
2: Yeah. And even more so to that. So the Russian presidential election is March 15th and 17th, so Mm. less than a month away. Wow. of course, Putin's running, running unopposed. Yeah. Um, He changed the constitution to be six year terms. And. Voting will be taking place in new Russian territories. So parts of Ukraine wow. will have the ability Whoa, to be. really? Yeah, that are That's controlled weird. by Russian forces Whoa. are going be voting in this. That's really So funny. it will also be, so there's 110 million people. They said about, <clears throat> like, turnout in 2018 was almost 70%. For the so election pretty... that is not an
1: election?
0: Yeah, yeah, here's is does anything happen we to you can't in even Russia get you like 50
1: percent? <laughs> does anything I happen know.
0: to you in Russia if you don't show up to vote? I feel like Russia would be the kind of place where like,
1: like you get a fine. Yeah. I don't know, but it doesn't matter anyway.
0: Yeah. Well, right. I know. But like, again, I don't know. As a as an autocracy that, you know, demands. Well, you know, freedom.
1: Australia is a democracy and they have that.
0: That you have to go.
1: They have compulsory voting. Yeah.
0: Mm, interesting.
1: I mean you I kind would, of honestly be, you don't don't, get murdered don't, if you don't go.
0: I don't hate the idea.
1: I don't either. I
2: dream. Yeah. I
1: totally I don't. Oh my God. <clears throat>
2: I, I yeah. always thought you should get something on your taxes. Oh, that's, that's interesting. That's good. I like that. I get taxed like, like hundred dollars off on your tax
1: Well, you should know, get a something. tax rebate if you vote. Yeah,
2: Wait, I don't that's know. That's a great
0: idea. Be, Anthony yeah. Anthony yeah.
1: for president. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, lock them in room with pizza, tax credit for voting. What other yeah, policy bangers then you get he got pe- here? Then
2: you get people to uh, do their
0: fucking taxes.
2: Yeah, <laughs>
0: honestly. <laughs> win-win, two birds, one stone. You know, you're speaking some policy gold right here. Um, so <laughs> um, you had a tweet. You, yeah, you had you a tweet? tweet that was like... that. Yeah, had I mean, there, there, there are a
2: lot, but I, I'm going to pick one and see... Uh,
1: yeah, Nelvani's
2: blood. Thick one. Pick Navalny. On, what
1: I don't know what words are. Navalny's you're saying, but blood. Navalny. Sorry.
2: Navalny's blood is on Vladimir Putin's hands. Jailed solely for criticizing Putin and his tyrannical regime. Navalny paid for taking a stand. The United States must stand firmly for freedom and staunchly against continued Russian aggression. I mean, so
1: broad, but is it ever a Democrat? It feels like a Democrat.
2: Yeah. So can i throw one more out at you yeah, yeah. they're all very yeah. it, they're and all this,
1: similar but i'm curious what we're, if there's any republicans saying that
2: okay so here's a republican okay novenia has just died in russian prison joined a long line of putin opponents and critics to meet mysterious ends he was imprisoned after forming the most effective political movement against putin and exposing the corruption in his inner circle while some people praise russia as a so-called paradise this is the reality if you go against Putin, you're punished. Navalny's wife is a brave woman speaking out against his brutal regime.
1: Is it Dan Crenshaw?
2: It is Dan Whoa, Crenshaw. I, know, I was going to say know Mike
1: writing. Gallagher. I know. Yeah. No, or that he, was like that was oh. snippy. Like, are you like his Crenshaw. ghostwriter, Anna?
0: Are I've, you? I
1: honestly would be. Do, like, that do would do be, be a really Crenshaw interesting Crenshaw assignment. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, damn! I'd maybe,
0: I'd maybe hit that little MAGA note a little harder there.
1: No, he's not MAGA. So, no, I know.
2: So the other one was Abigail Spanberger. Ah, but, oh, okay. Yeah. Like that felt very what, like
1: broad and sort of
2: con- common thread, though. Between, I mean, and tons of politicians were writing about this. Yeah. Putin was in every single one.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Right. Except he Trump's. was mentioned, except Trump's. Like once again,
0: how do you not name Putin in this? Mm-hmm. Well, he's buds. It's kind of it's kind of amazing. I mean, you know, to circle back to our our man in Russia, Tucker, C. you know, it's 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 very, by the way, I feel like that's who
1: Crenshaw was referencing.
0: Maybe. When Maybe. he's like,
1: some say it's a paradise, because did you see those like things that Tucker Carlson With the shopping he was cards. like, oh. he was like, the groceries oh are so cheap. It's like, yeah, because it's a communist country yeah. and they don't have any choice. Like what? There was
0: a good there was a good John Stewart piece on that, but he was doing this whole shopping cart thing where yeah. he was like, you put ten ten yeah. 10 rupees in the shopping cart and then the shopping cart is free as long as you return it and not take it to your homeless encampment. And oh it was just god. like, yeah, it was like wild. You sounded um, like him. That was that was like <laughs> Tucker. Yeah. Um. So you're saying the price of groceries? <laughs> oh my less god, than that while. is. Yeah. Pretty, you're very good at
1: impressions. <laughs> yeah.
0: You could do Obama
1: um, and Tucker but, having a. Company.
0: But here, here's what I think is, is interesting and, and relevant to this, right? Is that you're seeing these people who are in very big positions of megaphone power. When I say megaphone power, I'm, I'm talking about Tucker Carlson has a huge audience who really listen to what he says. Mm-hmm. And obviously, Donald Trump has a huge audience that really listen to what he says. And so, you know, you have all of these congressional Republicans and Democrats who are calling out Putin for this. And yet. Their megaphones are not as big as Tucker Carlson and Donald Trump, who are glowingly silent on the matter. And I guess my question to you guys is, do you think that that is, do you think that that is setting the the discourse for, or, or rather setting the table for how Republicans, voters are gonna view this issue? Or do you think that, that is one of those things that just voters overlook and say, oh, well, Tucker was just over there doing his thing. And, you know, oh, Trump's just doing his thing about the courts and everything. Like, do you think any of that? Th- th- do you think the absence of those guys calling out Putin is going to move the needle with anybody?
1: I I don't. Think it first of all, I want to get a like merch shirt that says, My question for you guys is, Oh, um, (laughs)
0: like, do I say that a lot?
1: Yeah, that would be great. Tagline, (laughs) my question for you Uh, guys, you said it twice in this episode already. Oh, that's Um, great. I have more
0: questions, by the way.
1: Oh, good. Um, (laughs) but my thought is that I don't think it's going to be like the thing that makes someone not vote for Trump or vote for Trump. Like, I don't think it's going to be a decisive thing, mainly because I just feel like we're living in a day and age when most voters across the political spectrum are just much more concerned with domestic issues than they are with foreign issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I will say is that I think about people I know who are Republicans who really don't like Trump. Um, and I do think that something like this will, like, further instill that frustration with the fact that he is still around and is still the one kind of taking charge of the Republican party, so i don't yeah. I don't think that it will have like a dramatic effect on election results or anything like that. Like I don't think people are gonna vote for Biden over Trump just because of that, but I do think that you're gonna start to see more and more of the Republicans, even in Congress, even if they're not anti trump like Crenshaw's not anti trump he's just not right. part of that movement but and they are agree on a lot of issues. But I think you're going to see people like him, who we've talked about before, like they can afford to be bold because he has notoriety and he's probably not at risk of losing a primary. And I I hope that there's like a little bit of let's keep saying the truth, which is that this was Putin, this was Putin, this was Putin. And I wish that he had named Tucker by name. But I do think that is who he was poking fun Brilliant. at when he said painting Russia as a paradise. So
0: I you just sort of made me think of something like. That's a little crazy, but could be kind of fun. Like, do we think that elected leaders should have to disclose who they vote for? Because you just got me thinking like, okay, somebody like Dan Crenshaw, right? Let's say Trump is the nominee, which it looks more than likely. Mm -hmm. Does Dan Crenshaw really vote for Donald Trump? Like, I know at least Stefanik is because she's wanting to be VP. But like, I would kind of love to know. I like, think so because if, if you're in a, Congress, you have to disclose who you voted for. I
1: don't know. I don't know if I agree with that.
0: I kind of like. I don't um, know. I don't.
2: I don't know if I care about that as much.
1: I kind of want to know Either. how
0: they vote. It's like you have to yay or nay a a, a bill, right? You can't anonymously vote for a bill.
1: Well, it certainly, know. it certainly would make. It oh, I'm harder so for sorry. People. Are we boring you? Yes, yeah, sorry. So sorry. So boring. <laughs> um, yeah. How's anyway, that
0: natural he, one?
1: Honestly, it's fine. like.
0: It's still, it's, it's, not still, it's, it's, it's not this actual. wine you open preview. Anna, Anna's
2: used to all this sex she's watching on Love is Blind. So of course
0: it's <laughs> They boring. haven't had
1: sex yet. They just got to the Dominican Republic.
0: Do they show wow, sex on sucks. Love is Blind?
1: What do you mean show it? Like porn? Is it are like, they are, there, are there
0: like sex scenes?
1: Well, they'll like, th- like they'll be laying and they're not naked, but you'll see them like lay in bed and then like the lights go off and then there's like music where really? it's like, or they'll be in I a hot like... tub like making, I mean, they do show like really intense, like hot tub makeouts but they're not naked have, have
0: you seen the netflix show sex life and if you haven't definitely watch it
1: oh no uh, i haven't
0: i think that there needs to be a reality show that <laughs> it shows... is
2: straight up porn yeah oh, it's it's basically porn yeah yeah
0: i, I think but i think a reality show i think a reality show should i think there's somebody should do this
1: okay well speaking of sex i'm gonna read my tweet <laughs> oh
0: yes thank god <laughs> This this mean, might scare God. people away from having sex in certain states. Well, actually, not
1: really, because this is this is this is actually a very pro sex issue now. Oh, um, all right. Here is the tweet. This is the world my right wing opposition wants controlling women, taking away freedoms and anti family extremism. Shameful. Ooh. I don't know if you're going to get this one. It's kind of hard. Team. my
0: I right what, what is me. it my right wing extremist
1: this is the world my right wing opposition wants controlling Ooh. i was gonna women. say
2: something like sarah jacobs
1: i was gonna That's say sarah jacobs think, right yeah. If yeah. not it's yeah. chris chris Deluzio from pennsylvania oh um, which i picked because this is a very strongly worded tweet for someone who i feel yeah. you don't see kind of being super animated about stuff um and obviously a man. and yep. a man a white man yeah Obviously, this is referring to the Alabama decision that Michael mentioned. The Supreme Court has ruled that frozen embryos that have been created using IVF are considered children. So the decision came. just to
0: clarify, like not human life, quote, children, children. Yes, they are considered children, which is fucking bananas.
1: So the decision came after a pair of wrongful death cases were brought. By two couples who had frozen embryos that were destroyed in an accident at a fertility clinic. So basically there was like frozen embryos in storage. There was someone like walked Mm -hmm. into the like frozen embryo area and dropped like dropped the embryos and they Mm. were destroyed. So the Supreme Court called upon an 1872 state law that allows parents to sue over the death of their minor child. And in this case said that it applies, quote, to all unborn children, regardless of their location, which is just such a bizarre way to oh, talk God. about. Wow. Like a person. So wow. I uh, unsurprisingly have a lot of feelings about this. <laughs> um, this is such bullshit. Literally, when you have an embryo, it is a clump of cells. It is the same. It's a Petri dish in a lab. It's not even something you want to be pro-life. Fine, be pro-life. This is beyond. It is what about also-
2: all. My, what about my semen? <laughs> like, not That's Half a
1: life. That's yeah. half a life.
2: <laughs> Maybe half a life. Yeah, but I, I didn't think this could get weirder. It's honestly, like insane. I thought we yeah. were done. No. I, you know, I've no. come to the conclusion we're so not that, done, like, Anthony. That that we were going to, like, we'll have Republican majority and everything, and they're going to abolish, you know abortion so i mean here's what's interesting and then
0: nikki haley just came out okay this
1: this is okay michael she didn't even come out in support of it she literally did an interview on nbc news where she talks in freaking circles because Mm -hmm. she so she didn't go through ivf but she went through artificial insemination which is how she had her children so first of all nikki haley as a woman who has gone through this kind of modern medicine reproductive care knows that this kind of care is necessary for some women who can't get pregnant like herself right she goes on this interview on NBC they ask her very point blank (laughs) do you think that frozen embers are children she goes and talks in some freaking circle about how when I sat down with my doctor they were I was given all the possibilities and I think that women should be given all the possibilities and then they should make a decision about what they want to do it's like because yeah. she knows that what is happening right now is wrong, but she's running for the Republican nomination. So right. she can't say that it's wrong. And, and Trump just so- came
0: out uh, and saying he's in favor of a nationwide abortion ban.
1: Right. Which so it's all yeah. getting crazier. Like the fact that, like right. I'm not tr- knocking you, Anthony, but the fact that anyone would think this is over, like, is just it's so, no, so, I mean, so not over. And just I
0: agree with you, Anthony. I sort of thought, OK, Republicans are seeing this as a losing issue. Okay. If polls. you're,
1: I will say, if you're a young woman in America, you know this is not over. Right. But so no, I don't no, think it was totally. a losing
2: issue. Like, I've come to the fact that I think there's just going to be a nas- national abortion ban. Mm.
1: I actually have more hope that that won't happen because I think that there politically are going to be moderate Republicans who see that they're going to lose elections <laughs> if they vote for that. But What I want to say about this specific issue is that this ruling in Alabama is putting the entire practice of IVF, which millions of people rely on to have children, at risk. There was at least one Alabama fertility clinic that has already been instructed by their hospital to pause IVF treatment. There are women who were in the middle of IVF treatment who have to stop, which means that their hormones are like all fucked up, but they have to stop taking these hormones, which is going to fuck them up more. Like I know women who have gone through the egg freezing process. Some have gone through like no problem, but I know some who have had a really hard time. And if you tell a woman that she has to stop taking the hormones like midway through, you're completely messing with her body and her hormone levels. Also, there are 700 and about 750,000 babies every year born from IVF. That's almost a mil- almost a million children. who now may not be born. You want to talk about (laughs) pro-life? Pro-life, right, exactly. Yeah, literally three quarters of a million children who now might in. I mean, I'm saying if this was like national might not be born because these couples obviously turned or single women, by the way, who can't have babies um, naturally because they need to be artificially inseminated and they might need to freeze their eggs to do so. But I was curious. So I looked up like how many embryos are actually thrown away in this case in Alabama, killed. So there are some embryos that do get donated after they're unused for stem cell research, which we might be a whole other issue. Cause can you do yeah, stem that's cell a, research? Yeah. Yeah. but then there are hundreds of thousands, <laughs> but then there are hundreds of thousands of embryos that are disposed of. They are not used. Murdered. The couple gets pregnant, whatever, they are murdered, right? So yeah. in Alabama, this is now. Going to amount to potential like thousands of crimes. And it's too early no. to say like what's going to happen because I think that the, these medical facilities are trying to figure out how to navigate this. But Al- nice. I just wanted to throw out that Alabama is the third highest among states in maternal death rates. So wow. the fact that this is like all about, oh, we want to like protect life and we feel like these children need a chance to live, even though they're never going to live because they're a fucking embryo. Like, t- what about the women who are dying having children? Like, well, and why- how about yeah. the
0: poverty so, rate? How about the yeah, like, massive uneducation rate? I mean, put- but fit, fit, fix
2: that first. No, exactly. fix the women mortality rate instead. I mean, honestly, exactly. hearing that, it's like, you guys care about women? No, no obviously they not. don't. They, that, uh, yeah. I mean, this they, is all, I,
1: it's crazy because it's like women who have miscarriages, women who have trouble, get- trouble getting pregnant. Like I said, women who are single, women who are gay all of women who are my age and decide I want to wait four years to have children. So I'm going to freeze my eggs so I can have a career so I can do whatever I need to do. Suddenly, like if I lived in Alabama and I decided next week that I wanted to freeze my eggs because I want to, you know, be further along in my career before I have children, I would now not be able to do that because when you freeze your eggs inevitably or I would freeze embryos because I have a partner. Right. So you inevitably would not be able to do that because right. there will be embryos that are unused. And it's unclear if it's the parents fault, if, like if they get convicted, Right? who's the, liable, if it's the yeah. clinic's fault, if it's the doctor who does the um, extraction or whatever. And I saw something when I was like, look, there's something on Instagram that put this in perspective that I'll just share and then I'll be done with my rant. <laughs> So now in Alabama, you don't
0: have much to say on this
1: now in Alabama. (laughs) I will just say I'm frustrated by it because I feel like I try to be very understanding of people who are pro-life. I completely disagree with it, but I try to understand where they're coming from. If it's a religion, I mean, this obviously it's all religious, right? If you believe that life begins at conception and you believe that there is a child in a woman's womb when it is just a clump of cells and they're like, I try to be understanding and empathetic, even if I think that's completely wrong. But with this, it is just so far beyond any, like, mode of understanding that I can wrap my head around. And it is completely antithetical to, like, technological advancement and innovation and capitalism, frankly. Like, it's against all of these tenets that we claim as Americans to stand for and it's and by the way it's against religious freedom because it's putting one religion's view on conception right in a literal supreme court ruling and so the last thing i wanted to add is that i saw this and it is crazy in alabama they would want a 13 year old rape victim to start to have a child but that might ro- but they also want to rob a 40 year old woman who might want to start a family of her chance too so suddenly you have this like dichotomy yeah. of hurting people that is so intentional and just completely out of step. By the way, there are no Republican women on our platform who are saying anything about this. I looked. Yeah, Katie,
0: I was going to say Katie Britt. What is she d- saying has said? About
1: nothing. She's said wow. nothing. She's the senator from Alabama. She's a young yeah. woman. She has not said I'm sure she's religious. I'm sure she's pro-life. She has not said anything because you know what? They can't say anything because Nikki Haley tried to say something and she sounded like a fucking idiot. Right. So. I don't think Nancy Mace is going to say anything on this because now she's gone full MAGA and has totally left behind all her moderate views on rape and or sorry on abortion when it because she's a survivor of rape. So it's like these young Republican women who have friends who are going through IVF like I know they do because I do and they are my age like I know they do.
0: Incidentally, I I just had a, a good friend go through that and, you know, typical guy here like. I had no idea I was involved in this. Like, this is a very complicated, very painful, very painful process, like very intense. And it, you know, the idea that somebody who is, you know, wanting to, you know, start a family eventually either now or down the, the road for all of the best reasons, the idea that that person would not be fully supported and and fully, you know, encouraged to do so, given where science is in, in 2024 and beyond. To me, is just it's everything that's wrong with with politics. I think it sums up everything that is wrong with the what our political conversation is focusing on. It's everything that's wrong with our elected leaders unable to actually lead on issues. And I think that it speaks to or or rather the alarm that is sounding as loudly as is possible for me. And I think for you, Anna and Anthony now you. And for
1: Anthony. And
0: and Anthony uh now, um thanks to Anna's monologue. Um and and my uh upcoming one. Um I like this is see now I lost my fucking train of thought.
2: <laughs> I concur. What was I was gonna say something. I was gonna
0: say something super important. Yeah, you know
1: what? <laughs> I'm um, the. I just think that people need to see, like to your point, Anthony. I don't think that your previous view something. before my monologue I was. But Michael's so mad that I'm talking again now, but. I don't think that your assumption that like, oh, maybe there was going to be a national abortion ban, but like I sort of thought that this was, quote unquote, over. I don't yeah. think that that is that obviously is a thought that a lot of people have. Like, I I'm not I'm not chastising you for having it. I just think that, like, there's there is kind of this acceptance that happens. And I think that this danger of what is happening in Alabama is that once one state does it. And there's yes, there's all this outrage and there's all this backlash. And I swear to God, like my entire Instagram is all about it and whatever, <laughs> like but once one state does it and it leaves the news cycle, then the next time it's not as extreme, like when the next state plots to do this, which I guarantee is already happening, it's not going to seem as shocking. It's not going to probably live
0: pissed the, that Alabama beat them to it.
1: It's not going to live in the news cycle for as long. And it's going to become this slow trickle of acceptance because we as humans are often naturally apathetic. And if it, until one of us, until one of you guys is with a woman who decides she needs to do IVF, like you won't think about it because it doesn't affect you immediately. And that's for every issue across the board. But I think we have to understand that like this is extreme, it's very extreme. A national abortion ban would be extreme. This, Mm -hmm. I think, is more a more extreme policy. Because it's digging into something that is so removed from like God's will of childbirth or whatever. Yeah. You know? I remember <laughs> we
2: play reverse psychology here. Sorry, just really quick. Yeah. And get Alabama to secede. Ooh.
1: They're I dig it. like, that'd be hard.
2: I dig it. Well, we they tell them they're go. a strong state, which they're not. Yeah. And just tell them, hey, right. You know, we're good with 49. We don't need 50.
1: Could we well, what pay about them all the to poor? What about all the women now yeah. who have to leave Alabama for IVF? They wouldn't be allowed to leave.
2: Well, they can. I'm sure many states will accept them.
1: Okay. So they can leave before we secede Alabama.
0: Yeah, of I, course. Yeah. I finished. I finished all, my politician. <laughs> I finished my Manhattan and I Guys, got my. Guys, i
1: drunk. I got and my Kennergy Mojo. Mojo.
0: I got my Kennergy Mojo back. Oh, and Kennergy. what I was going to say until so I was so rudely interrupted by my thoughts. You forgot again? <laughs> Wait, what was I going to say? No, I my, my, my point that I was going to make. And I promise stop talking. <laughs> oh my God,
1: please just say it.
0: We are taking our eye off the ball. Yeah. And I think that this is the alarm that is going off for me. and And I hope for others is that we are taking our eye off the ball with just about every, every issue when it comes to climate, when it comes to reproductive freedom, when it comes to foreign policy, when it comes to immigration. I mean, we are taking our eye off the ball and the fear I have is that this is exactly death by a thousand cuts. This, mm-hmm. is, this is how it collapses and i think the the hope that i have is that it does seem like you know your passion for this particular issue anna is very much infect infectious and i i hope that you know people like you speaking out more about it to specifically people like me who really was like yeah oh are we still talking about like is that still a thing mm-hmm. you know it it is reminding voters not just people voters because that's ultimately where action happens reminding voters that this shit is not going away until you vote and make sure that it is protected
1: and you know what is frustrating about that is I think there are a lot of Republicans out there, specifically Republican women, who think this is wrong, mm-hmm. and who may consider themselves pro-life, but want to see a lot of exceptions. Want to make sure that they give pe- women more than fifteen weeks to have an abortion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those women don't have anyone to vote for. Yeah. Or um, those people. I shouldn't. I shouldn't gender it. But like those people who. Are maybe conservative in ideology, but are but see that this is an insane way to run a country. There are no Republican candidates now who will provide that nuance. And mm-hmm. I think that is an incredibly frustrating place to be. I do think that Democrats do a much better job of allowing candidates with a larger spectrum of views to get elected in this current time and to run. I think on the Republican side, specifically around these social issues, it's become a monolith and you are leaving voters behind and you are making it impossible for some people who otherwise would be fervently in your party to believe that they have a place in it because of something like this.